The Antiques Man with Kevin Jackson. We're all at sea this week. We're off to the Dorset coast to a factory that's been turning out remarkable pottery for 125 years. And Josh in Hartlepool's email question about a silver trophy with a nautical connection. But we're starting in Poole in Dorset, just down the coast from Bournemouth, where they've been making pottery since the end of the 19th century. The factory's still going strong today, but as you might imagine, it's the older pieces that are the most collectible. And on his forays to pick up antiques for his eBay store this week, Kevin has turned up a plate from Poole, about eight inches across, with an abstract pattern of oranges, blacks and yellows. This is from the studio range. Now, the studio range was launched really in the early 1960s and it was all thanks to a man called Robert Jefferson who went to the Paul factory um, and actually sort of brought them from the 1950s into the 1960s era and he was sort of fundamental if you like in creating um, the studio the craft studio at Paul and I think that's where it gets its name from but the studio range really opened the door um, for a lot of artists and paintresses to sort of let out their cr- creative juices because this led to the Dalfish range and the Dalfish range is known now because each piece was individual although you might get two pieces the same whether it be two dishes the same shape or, or, or similar design every pattern was hand painted so you never get two exactly the same this is just before the Dalfish range was launched um, the Dalfish range went into production in 1963 so this is just before that <laughs> made for Kevin it was it wasn't part of a of a set that you would actually eat off or anything it was it was decorative from the start was it it was and um, the paintresses and the designers that brought the Dalfish right wear and the studio wear into being they, they they wanted it to be seen as art and they they designed plates of vases and what have you and it was meant to go into a room and be appreciated as a piece of art rather than a practical object much of the success and expansion at Poole can be put down to the popularity of their studio range and although the factory has moved to allow for this, Pool Pottery still has a shop in its original place down on the quayside. The factory was uh, originally there um, on a smaller scale, um, producing sort of um, tiles and uh, pipes, and bricks, that sort of thing. Jesse Carter went in and bought the factory in the 1870s. Um, And from that, the factory grew and grew um, right up until present day. Um, Obviously, the factory now is a lot larger than it was in its infancy. But this was one of the major steps in in the factory coming forward. Um, It really did prove very popular. So how much is this plate worth? Five or six years ago, you would have picked this plate up for probably 20 or 30 pounds. Over the last five or six years, it has grown and grown in popularity. And I would have thought on a good day this could make as much as 100, 150 pounds. Some of the ones that Tony Morris and other famous designers, Guy Sydenham, have sort of put their names to, if it's the right shape, right design, you can be talking lots of money, several hundred pounds and more. And the most collectible piece of pool pottery? One of the rarest pieces, they call it the, um, the face vase or the face lamp. And it's a tubular lamp and it's got a cutaway in it. And where the cutaway is, on the back of the cutaway, there is a face. People call them monkeys and all sorts of different names. But some of those now are sort of £1,000 and more. And so to the answer to our first email question. This is from Josh in Hartlepool. 
At first glance, it's a silver trophy cup. It's about 10 inches tall and it's quite plain. On initial appearances, you would just say that it's a presentation cup or, or, or a silver vase. Um, but I do mention the word silver. Um, it's got a lovely hallmark on it. And from that hallmark, we can actually date it to Birmingham, 1934. The other thing I like about this presentation cup is that it has an inscription. Uh, and the inscription is very interesting. It, it actually relates to a lady. Um, and the lady was given this at the launching of a tug. And it's dated May the 3rd, 1938. So this now falls into two categories of interest. It would appeal to anybody who collected silver and anybody, and there are lots of them, who collected anything to do with ships and marine memorabilia. When we come across items that relate to a launching, the most sought-after things are the actual launching hammers and chisels where they actually cut through the ropes to let them go down the slips. This is nice, however. would have been nicer had it been a more grandiose ship than a tug but nevertheless to cut to the chase what's it worth had it have just been a vase i would have said probably around about 80 maybe 100 pounds but because it's got this shipping connection i would have thought that could make at the auction probably about 150 maybe 200 pounds on a good day Thanks for the email, Josh. I hope you found that useful. And if you'd like Kevin to tell you more about an antique or collectible in your possession, email a picture or description and we'll deal with as many as we can in the coming podcasts. The email address is antiques at podcasts.co.uk. And the pool plate plus the dinkies Kevin talked about in the first podcast are due to appear on his eBay store in the next few days. Click on the eBay image on the Antiques Man page of podcasts.co.uk to go straight there. The Antiques Man is a podcast production for DelphisAntiques.com. For more shows from podcasts, visit podcasts.co.uk. <laughs>